Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the dinner table with your hosts, Q and She, on this wonderful, beautiful Thursday evening. How y'all doing this evening? Q, what it do? Man, you know I'm over here trying to get it together. Get it together. I always say Q, what it do, because Q is doing what Q does. So. There we go. You got it? Nope. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and get started because we have a wonderful interview this evening. Um, talk about a little bit that's been going on in the news. First of all, my heart and prayers go out to the young lady who was killed in Mexico. Um, they're doing an investigation um, and just praying for that family because you know that's something. Your even adult child they go out of out of the country and for something like that to happen. So pray that justice be served. Those who are um, guilty of this crime that they be brought um, to the justice and they be brought to light and um, exposed for what has happened to the young lady and praying for her family. Also in the news, I don't know how true this is, but I hear that R. Kelly is getting out or may be getting out soon. Um, some of the accus- accusations did not stick. So that's what the rumor is. I don't know how true it is, but I've been seeing people putting out on social media, even the news, um, News feed on Facebook has been saying that, so you know, don't know, but I don't believe in keeping innocent people locked up. And if you, you know, do a crime, you should do the time. That's it, that's all. So, you know, everybody, I, I see mixed feelings about that the R. Kelly thing, but I still listen to his music because he makes awesome music. Man, if, if R. Kelly get out, you know, what I'm saying, do you know what type of uh, do you know what type of concert you understand what I'm saying? That's sold out. <laughs> Would y'all go? I would. You would? You know. You said it You said it like you were skeptical. I'm going. Well, I, I said I would because I love his music. Like, you know, everybody has a past. Everybody's done something. I do think he needs to go get help. Um, and he did have some things that happened to him. But, you know, you can't continue the same cycle. You have to do something different. So, you know, I don't know. I don't hold people. I don't judge people like that. That's God. That's his job. Nah. And that's it for me. Well, welcome to the dinner table, man. This is Friday Eve. You know how we do it. We stepping on some Earl Stevens. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? We got the wine. We're going to get straight to this to this interview conversation. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah. You understand Incident what I'm saying? conversation. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to it, man. We only got um, an hour and an hour fly by pretty fast. Uh, so, um, man, we had this young lady here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is I'm talking 30 years plus. Mm. You know what I mean? So this is this is this is you know neighborhood, uh, friendship, all that good stuff, man. We got we got myself, we got we got the beautiful, we have the associate producer, we have the real Nicole Flinnery right here on the dinner table. Yes, welcome. This is your first time, and we welcome you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much because you could have been anywhere in the world. <laughs> yes. You right here at the dinner table. Yeah, absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? So this is a pleasure, man, to have you. Um, you see, we got we got to see we got the candles going, we got the Earl Stevens going. We about to have a nice chill conversation. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna have an intimate conversation with yeah. the real Nicole Flinnery. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just gonna get right to it. Uh, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right to it because uh people wanna people wanna know, um, and and we wanna talk about the real Nicole Flannery. So the first question would be, who is Nicole Flannery? Nicole Flannery is a mother. She's an 
auntie, she's a daughter, she's a sister, she's a expiring entrepreneur, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I am the associate producer of the BMF um, doc, uh, series and mm -hmm. the Blowing Money Fast documentary. Man. Hmm. Now see, now if you, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to talk about Nicole, we're going to get some history on Nicole now. You know what I'm saying? If you want to um, watch the documentary, you'll get the information about that part of it. But we want to bring to light this young lady and, and the things that um, she had gone through and, and, and what's in the future. You understand what I'm saying? So um, I just want to know, like, and I'm going to start off with this. Coming up in your household, you know what I'm saying, your family and still... Um, God into the household. I want to know how prevalent that was to what's going on now because after everything that went on, you got your brother here. You understand what I'm saying? You got your other brother that's coming home soon. Mm -hmm. um, do you think the prayer and the, and, the, and the God that's in the house, because a lot of stories don't end like this. You understand? So do you think that, I mean, how, how prevalent was that in your home? Well, I'm, I'm not going to say think. I'm going to say I know. Okay. Okay. Because I've been through, um, we as a family, we as a whole, me, myself personally, has been through um, so many trials and tribulations in life. And the only thing I knew was the power of prayer. Mm. And that's because my parents were God-fearing parents and they instilled mm. it in, in us. And, you know, um, that's what I had to rely on plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah. you know, in my lifetime. And he has gotten me through mm -hmm. when there was no person. Mm -hmm. And so he, um, we don't leave it alone. That's right. We continue, That's right. you know, That's we, right. we continue to keep praying yeah. every right. day for ourselves, for people around us, for this world. Mm -hmm. And um, I would be nothing without him. That's right. Yeah. And he's, he's calling my steps today. Yeah. So I'm following his lead. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, and, you know, that's all day, every day. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you touch the, as soon as you touch the floor, you got to thank God because he woke you up. You know what I'm saying? Everything yes. else is, is, is on you with his guidance. So she was happening. Oh, nothing much. I'm just enjoying it. You know, first of all, you're enjoying it good. I'm glad you are. How are you doing this evening? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Good. That's good to hear. And you know what? I just like, you know, I love your mom. And when you talk about a praying home and your, your dad, too, I was always afraid of your dad. Not because he, said, he was just I was his like, statue. Yeah, his statue. And I was like, there go Mr. Flinnery. You know, stand up straight and be good. That's all I knew. And your mom, and like you said, being in a praying home, and I, mm -hmm. and I know when you have that structure, it, it follows you and it goes with you in your adulthood. And, you know, even with everything that was going on, I always see your mom praying and just praying over her children and praying at church. Even when I see her at church and even at the school, like when we got in trouble, your mom was up there praying for us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I just remember those things from our childhood. But one thing I really want to know, like, you know, who is the real Nicole that you mentioned? And a lot of people, I know people lose sight of who you are because of your brothers. And I would just want to talk about, like, your childhood coming up and when things began to get bigger in life, you know, how was that for you? Well, you got to think, um, for me, 
it was my childhood. Mm -hmm. So this was 11 years old before I even knew you all as um, friends mm -hmm. and associates, you know, going to high school. I wasn't in high school just yet. So things were already happening in the home at like 11 years old. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, as far as who I am, you know, I've always took a back seat to whatever it is that I wanted to do in life because I knew kind of what was, something was going on that wasn't right, mm. I would say that. Okay. I wouldn't say exactly that I knew what was going on that early on, but I knew something wasn't right. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't know if I answered your question, but. You did, but when, okay, when did you know, like, hey, this is bigger than what I thought it was? 11 years old. Really? Mm-hmm. From the very start? From the very start. Wow. Because things were happening. Um, again, the household was in um, chaos and mm -hmm. disruption because, you know, um, my parents were, you know, getting ready to go through divorce. They were having different difficulties in their marriage. The boys is growing up, you know, they're in their teenage years. And, you know, it, it, it was like um, everything was coming to us all at one time. And we was just trying to handle it again. Like my mom always told us what happens in the home stays in the mm -hmm. home. So a lot of this wasn't really broadcast. And not even in the series or the documentary will we be able to tell yeah. the entire mm -hmm. story. Right. Yeah. And you have to look at that. I have a perspective as well as Meech has a perspective, Terry, my mother. You know, my parents didn't. They were clueless, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. until, you know, clothing and paying mm -hmm. bills and different things like that came into play. So, you know, um, it was difficult. I had to... I'm just now coming out of my little shell. I've always yes. been popular. Y'all know that. Yeah. I ain't had a problem with uh, popularity of my mm -hmm. own. And then my brothers mm -hmm. added popularity, you know, just mm -hmm. made it bigger. But, um, you know, some of these things I just, I hid, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And you did. And you did it very well. Mm -hmm. Because, I, you know, when you look at the series and documenting, like, man, all of that, you know, you, we knew we didn't know. You no, know what I'm saying? No. But you you was there. You it was your life. Yeah. And I was like, wow, but you didn't. You never really talked about it too much growing mm -hmm. up. You never really you know, you was just Nicole. You didn't act like, you know, and some people in that situation be like, I'm new, you know, you nah, never did that. You nah. never did that. Now, you already know my brothers wasn't letting no, me go no, past <laughs> Visigar Road. I couldn't cross Schaefer. Come on, now. Yeah. You already know how it really was, for real. Man, but you know what? You know, it's like people may have this persona, you know what I'm saying, and say, hey, it's this particular way. But now, it used to be, or it's still, fresh as hell. No. <laughs> now I know you had the, you know people in school that was that was like man I want I want this and I want that but um, at the end of the day it was you know like you said you couldn't cross Vince. it was a lot of things that you couldn't do mm -hmm. you know what I mean because um, you know people on the outside looking in mm -hmm. would think it may be you know this type of way or I would want to be in your shoes type of thing you know what I mean right. so um, as far as um, you being limited, like what, what, what's some of the things that you, you know, they say were you couldn't do? 
I couldn't party. I snuck to parties. <laughs> you know, I would ask my mom, and I'd say, um, you know, my friend having a party in the basement, and she'd say, okay, yeah, you could go ahead. I know her. It's cool. Uh-huh. But then you had Terry step in, who was second daddy, and he'd be like, uh-uh, she's not going to any of those basement parties. I know their sister, or I know their brother, and nope, that it ain't going down like that. I had a lot of limitations. Okay. Um, you both know that I had a best friend um, mm-hmm. that lived right behind, mm-hmm. the one street over from mm-hmm. me. And then I had another good friend who lived three blocks from me. Yeah. On, on One was on Lebo, one was on Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the gist of where okay. I could go. Yeah. So once I made it there, that's yeah. when I made it anywhere, right. if you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once you got there, yeah. you could go wherever. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Once my mama looked out that back window mm-hmm. and saw that I made it safely to one mm-hmm. of their homes, it was like, okay, girls, now that's what we're doing now. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, being from Southwest, like, we, for us, we had like these three or four blocks. We had Lebo, we had... You know what I'm saying? We had Lebo Field, and then we had Annabelle, we had Littlesdale. We always used to play football um, right there on the field. So it was like we really didn't go that far anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but you speaking on, you know, your your best friends, and then I'm I'm like 10, 11 years old. I had a crush on all y'all. <laughs> Like, we sitting on the porch, man. I'm like, I'm sitting there, and like, you you run to the store and everything. I'm shooting to the store, coming back, and just wanting to be involved and just hear the conversation of just life, just every day. And Because you're 10 years old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you on the porch, and you just chilling, man. But, I mean, still at the same time, you know, it was a, we were able to be kids, you know, as far as to a certain extent. Um, So, like, the question I'm asking is, uh, did you have, like, like you had like the boyfriends of the the, the the guys back there that liked you, but were they like um like no I'm not gonna try to hide or were they still being kids like I I, I want to you know what I mean? Well, you know I I'm cool with a lot of guys. Yeah, I have a lot of girlfriends, but I got a lot of guy friends mm-hmm. as well. And so growing up, um, people of my peers, mm-hmm. you know my age range, I always thought like I was a fast girl, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. always, you know, because I'm talking to guys on the phone, but I'm wow. just weeding them out. You know, right. I'm having conversations. Right. I wasn't having any type of relations. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe a kiss on the cheek back then <laughs> or a kiss on the lips was more than it, yeah. you know, right. as far as it went. Yeah. I really didn't get into um, a heavy relationship okay. until um, in my high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had boyfriends, but oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> high school. Now, I wanted to know, did, do you think people latch on to you? Like, you was already popular, but do you think people latch on to you want to be around because of who you were, who your family was? Like, of course. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. But again, with uh, intuition and, mm-hmm. and you know, being um, a smart, so to, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I could kind of weed them out, too, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I had my own set of friends. They had their friends. And, you know, it all came together. But, you know, people going to try you. They'll oh, yeah. try to be around you for, for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't mind helping people, you know. Mm-hmm. I just don't like to be you. Yes. Yeah. And, and even to me as an adult, when, you know, people, now that it's come to the forefront and the behind the scenes of everything, you know, people, and I hear this all the time, people who attach themselves to 
you know, being up and they, they're not. And I'd be like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I'd be like, you know, you know, why? Like, you know, it's a lot of that too. But again, I, I like I told um, a lot of the production for the shows, I never was BMF. I never was a 50 girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are my brothers. I've never been a fan. Mm-hmm. Those are my brothers. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And I thought by just being calm, cool, and collective, I was protecting them mm-hmm. and myself, mm-hmm. so to speak. So yeah. that's the way I moved, yeah. you know? Yeah, you always move. And, you know, honestly, and it's, it's, you know, even though we're doing this interview, we know you personally. Yeah, absolutely. And I know your character and how you are. I always call her mama because she bosses <laughs> tell everybody what to do. Ah, we doing this and that. Even okay, though it's state, it's state. That. Well, you know, I just, you know, I just had to say that. You had to elaborate um, on yeah, it. Yeah, she's, you know, mother figure. But I was like, you know, I like that about you. But then sometimes like, okay, Nicole, I'm a, gr- a whole grown person. <laughs> but that's just who you are. You're like the mama of everybody and telling everybody what to do. And like I said, we all got our characteristics. Right. We all got the things that, you know, we have. And that's this was one of your. So, 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 so I was just about to ask you, did I ever lead you in the wrong direction? You did not. Except okay. for when, except tell, when telling it, she said dog. I was telling everybody what to do. Except for when her dog tried to kill me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lady, wait, the Neapolitan. The Neapolitan, yes. Baby, that, that dog jumped on the car with me. And the dog was like, just calm down. I'm like, no, you, this your dog. You can say that. You right. ain't my dog. You want to eat me. If, yes, yes. The little legs. He wanted you, yes. <laughs> Well, she did, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So I was. I just remember that, and you was like, and you was just calm, like calm. And then, oh my gosh, let me, can I talk about when we came back from Atlanta? <laughs> okay, that's what I want to hear. Oh okay. my goodness! So we coming back from Atlanta. Uh-huh. Me and my Camaro, '96 uh-huh. Camaro, Nicole driving, and. <laughs> I'm like, Nicole, be careful because it's a sports car. It a hydroplane. She like, I got it. Next thing I know, it's like, whoosh, we just went. And she was like, she's doing this. Calm down. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do, Jesus. She's like, it's okay. She got the It's okay. And when we stopped, when we, we turned, going Spent. down, spinning around, when mm-hmm. we stopped, I could have, we was facing traffic. I could have touched the meeting. That's how close mm-hmm. we were to it, but we didn't hit it. And she was, we gathered ourselves like... We was on our way back home. We gathered ourselves, and she was like, okay, you ready? I'm like, yeah. And then we came on. But we was calm. But you didn't tell y'all about them bald tires on the... Uh, uh, yeah, that's what it was. No, you know? I had <laughs> It was just, we was on them heels, coming from yeah. Atlanta, we was on them heels, and Nicole got a heavy foot. She was hitting it. Were you, were you sleep, or were you up? I was awake. I was awake. I never do that. Let me tell you. I'm talking about when she sleep. Oh, no, no, I was awake. Was I was just sitting there, because I was like, we going to be all right. <laughs> She was so scared. I was. I was holding it like a baby. You had to block the baby. Like mother, she was with me like a mother. Like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. No, I want to be like, it's not okay. In the nick of time, literally. Yes. And then we gathered ourselves and kept it moving. <laughs> and we listened to Biggie. We listened to Biggie. Which album? Uh, to and from. Yeah, to and from. And we listened to Mary J. Blige. Yes. We <laughs> what year was that? Ninety-seven. Uh, oh yeah, that was yeah. that was uh, that was uh, uh, the double album. Yep. Yeah, that was the double album. And we listened mm-hmm. to it 
the Frank double Black. album. Yeah, what was that? The wow. double album. <laughs> yeah. That was just some good times. You know, I remember mm-hmm. just like, even though, like I said, everything was going on how big it was, I just remember great times, you know, not so great times getting kicked out of school. Right. Um, <laughs> that yeah. wasn't my fault. <laughs> well, we, it was a, they were doing a check, and I had a bag. Tiger oh, bags on my, my God. Even she, in high school. Okay, <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Was, are you talking about when when, when we had the, um, the check at the... Yep. And when I went to my first time getting locked up, yeah. oh, I, I cried like, like a baby. Like, yeah, you yeah. had a knife. Yeah, I had a little a box cutter. Yeah, box cutter. Yeah. What y'all doing? What y'all well, we went to school. We walked yeah, yeah, and caught yeah, yeah, the yeah. bus, baby. Okay, so okay, it's okay. a whole total yeah, difference yeah, yeah. when you ain't got yeah. a man yeah. with you. Yeah. You know, we coming from yeah. the hole, as they right. say. Yeah. You know, we walking up the sidewalk to the gas station to the bus stop. You better have something. Yeah, and we got caught. You know how they have it blocked off when you come in, so we coming in like a normal day and yep. it was like check and I'm like <laughs> I was like and I didn't even realize that I had it I, honestly I didn't you know it was in my book bag I went through and I'm like mm-hmm. and then they're like you going to jail and I'm calling my mom and this before they, my brothers even I think yeah. I did a sentence before them nah, it was only it wasn't even half a day it no. wasn't even nothing but a few hours but uh, yeah, yeah. we got kicked out and so the homecoming was going on that weekend we we joked it's like we gonna do a bomb threat because we couldn't go and sure enough somebody <laughs> did it and it was like remember that and, happened? and they was like uh, y'all, y'all do it and I'm like, like no, no. Man, that's crazy. and you know they ain't playing about bomb threats today no. so Exactly. You know, we don't yeah. encourage that. No. That was yeah. way back in the day. Yeah, It'll we were just joking. <laughs> Man, I, when we was talking the other day, and what's so crazy is your memory is cra- I'm like, because you said, I remember you used to come over to the house with my breaking board tucked up under my arm. And then when you named the breaking group that we had. I believe it was Rushdown. Rush I'm Town. not sure. <laughs> Rushdown Management or Rush something Town. like that. I'm not yeah. sure. Man. You know, I, that was, I was real yeah, little. <laughs> real little. I'm like, man. And, and I used to be in the U.S. City Breakers. That was a Rob Nichols and Eric Broadnax. Mm-hmm. And, and we broke up because me and Eric kept getting into it. <laughs> and so me and T came to my house and was like, Q, you want to be in our breakdance group? Yeah, I want to be in your breakdance group. And he go, Eric, you know what? You, you go well, be with that M. You ain't never coming back. I was like, I'm gone. I used to call my breaking board was linoleum. I used to uh, spread it out with like bricks on the end of it, and we used to get down in the, wow. driveway. In the driveway. Wow! <laughs> in the driveway. Yeah. You couldn't tell us nothing, and your mother used to manage us. That's crazy. Man. Wow. Yes, yeah, she man. did. What did you used to say about the rehearsals? Five, five o'clock. Five don't be o'clock. late. <laughs> don't be late. I'm telling you, five o'clock. And me and she used to come to my house and be like, I think one day I might have been sick or something. They came to my house like, what happened with practice? And I'm like, I'm in the doorway like, <laughs> like dude, I'm sick in the, in the screen talking. But that's how that's how serious it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it was me, Ro. I wanted to say it was me's tea and it was somebody else, but we used to get down on a break dance. Well, I kind of remember like you. I remember Meech. I don't remember Terry as much. I don't. I don't know if he break danced at all, really. Well, I think was it was it Derek Meech? Derek Meech. Okay, yeah. Marcella, Marcella. Yep, yep. It was, yep. you know, yep. I don't know if I should name names, but it was it was quite a few folks back then. Y'all was uh, breaking. Right I think y'all had your first little gig at the roller cave, didn't y'all? Yep. They well, turned I'm, the skating ring into. To a breaking ring. ring. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a break dancing ring. They used to have like uh, so many dances and stuff up there, man. They used to have the uh, the the, the, the um, Funketeers. Yeah. Before it was the jet. 
it was a Funketeer. And then we had a breakdance uh, show up there. And then um, when I was with Eric and them, we broke, we used to have breakdance with skates on. So we was really the first Jabba Walkers. Because we had our skates on breakdancing, man. So those are the, the, the good times as kids. You understand what I'm saying? Just being a kid, just being innocent and having fun. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, you so. know, we, it's to me, it's not like that anymore. Like nah. you said, breakdancing, us, we did, we, you know, we were just joking. But like you said, now you can't even say nothing like that because it's a big deal, you know. Um, getting kicked out of school, you know, like those are fun things yeah. that was part of our our um, childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, they, it wasn't fun getting kicked out, it but <laughs> <laughs> those were things that happened yeah. during our childhood. Y'all get in trouble? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My parents had to come bail me out. Yeah. I had a oh. bet. Am I, uh, but they understood. We had the is. best principal yeah. in the world. Ms. Yeah. Hines came to court for me. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Oh, man. And yep, they threw my fingerprints out and everything. Man. I'm like, you know, but man. of course, again, um, to touch base, you following the footsteps of your brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, was older yeah, than me. Yeah. They attended every school. Yeah. I attended every school that they attended mm-hmm. almost. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you had a, I had a point to prove. Yeah. I had a point yeah. to prove in my family yeah. that I could be a graduate, yeah. high school graduate at least. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a point to prove, you know, going to these schools that I wouldn't mm-hmm. be one to drop out mm-hmm. or do something mm-hmm. bad. Right. So that kind of like crushed me when yeah. I got caught with the box yeah. cutter. Because <laughs> you like, was crying. I was crying like a baby. <laughs> And I tell you that, like that was my first experience yeah. with prison, and I never, I said yeah. I'd never go back there again. Yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't even prison; it was like but a, still, it was, I was behind bars. It was Fort and Green when it was open. What did you talk about? They walked me right across the street. Please, yes, man, come on, now. But those are the things that mold you. You know, like you said, I'll never do that again. So to have that experience, then you knew I wasn't doing that no more. Nothing, nothing to get there. See, man, see. And, and, you know, again, um, I want to touch bases on how, you know, people may look at, you know, from the outside and they see the big lights and everything. But um, when you get down to the seriousness of it and, you know, hopefully we can speak on this. You had the men of your life uh, that's in your life. They were gone. You understand uh-huh. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From 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 your father, um, rest in peace, to to uh, your brothers, you know, what I'm saying to your dude. You know, what I'm saying they was they were gone. Mm hmm. You know, like all at, yeah. all at the same time. How was that period in time for you? It was a struggle. Mm-hmm. I stayed wow. secluded to myself, kind of. I had a few uh, people that I trusted and leaned on because at that point, you know, everybody was uh, guilty by association. Yeah. Mm. So, um, you know, I was thankful to God that I walked my own path in life to where I wasn't guilty by association. I'm their sister, you know, and people don't fathom that, but Mm -hmm. they don't understand it. You know, they look at it as to like a why didn't you go to prison for anything, but I didn't never do anything. I'm just their sister. Sister. You know what I'm saying? And I had to, um, unfortunately I had to drive my daddy to prison and drop him off. And I had to drop, uh, my significant other yeah. off as well. Wow. So, uh, strong yeah. woman indeed yeah. I am. Yes, very yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah. And wow. I just keep praying for the strength mm-hmm. and I'm uh, glad to have uh, the Lord on my side. That's truly. right. That's right. No matter what you see, what, what I say, how I do, yeah. you know, how I respond, he is the reason. That's right. So, so how is this, um, 
you know, like, is it therapy? Because, you know, with the documentary and some things or questions that may be asked, it kind of take you back to rehash some of that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And um, it did. It's, it's therapeutic, but it's also reliving. Like, yeah. you know, you got this life that I was in that you, you're never able to talk about the past you just keep moving forward Mm -hmm. and day by day keep putting your best foot forward to keep moving through this life and so when you go back and you and you ask questions about it you know it brings up you know some some terrible times good good times as well but it's a lot of things and unanswered questions Mm -hmm. and unanswered Mm -hmm. feelings and situations Mm -hmm. that we been through and we still haven't been able to hash them out yeah but at this point again um I just give it to God and I keep yeah. moving forward yeah. because that's the yeah. only way yeah. you're going to be able to move on yeah. is to just keep putting the best foot forward. So now, now, how do you feel about, you know, now the, the series out, the documentaries out, is it like, okay, this story is being told what people, some things people did know. One thing where I knew, cause I remember go, taking uh, Terry to the airport and he gave me $200. I was like, <laughs> wow, that's nice. <laughs> always and even going to Atlanta so giving and so caring for everybody and that's the part people don't know or don't understand about them very generous very giving very caring mm-hmm. and everybody if you mm-hmm. was with them they you know everybody was mm-hmm. like family absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. um well like um for me again this is their story mm-hmm. yeah you know, so this is Meat's story, this is T's story, and I'm just a part of it, and I'm trying to bring it to light, especially, you know, while Meach is still incarcerated. Right. You know, um, we do engage with conversations, you know, and get their opinions. But again, it's their, start, their story, and it's yeah. hard to tell someone else's story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's really yeah. hard because you don't know what is important to them. Yeah. Yeah, so, right. and then uh, you got to look at it this way. I can't tell 30 years of my life yeah. in an hour right, or right. 27 minutes. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, a book, it's a book coming. Uh, yeah, I'm sure eventually it will. I'm yeah. sure eventually it will. I, I can right. definitely see you doing yeah. that, writing a book yeah. from your point of view, not exactly. even your breath. That's, from that's your point my of view. point. Mm-hmm. That's my point. So I'm grateful for this opportunity to be involved, mm-hmm. you know, to have this opportunity to speak on my brothers and their character. Mm-hmm. And again, it just wasn't... Um, like we try to explain it, it was just a different thing. It wasn't the normal drug organization. It wasn't. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it just wasn't. Everybody was welcome. Everybody mm-hmm. ate. Yes. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, you felt equal, yes. mm-hmm. so to speak. You know, nobody felt left out. Exactly. And they was making sure of that both mm-hmm. ends on both sides, yeah. no matter what, whether they was giving money, giving food, giving their car, mm-hmm. or giving you some tickets to sit up right. at the front seat. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody welcome got it. Your home, yeah. they welcomed, you know, well, yeah. I was with you, their sister, but <laughs> welcoming. We even when I went with Pig, rest in peace, you know, that was my mm-hmm. guy. Right. They was just welcoming. Like, they just, you know, welcomed. I was like, hey, come on in and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, wow, that's, you know, you would think. I did what, you know, the documentary and I'm watching it and I just seen how other men spoke of them. And I yeah. think that's huge yeah. because even though people call it what it is, 
the connection and the family. It was a family. That's what it was. Absolutely. It was a family. And we was raised like that. I mean, like I say, a family of five and not really having our closest of family members in Michigan, Mm -hmm. we all we got. That's all we knew. We all we got. So to gravitate to girlfriends and guy friends and you know what I'm saying? That Mm -hmm. we just treated y'all like family. Yeah, literally. You know, that's that's what we knew. Yeah, even when your mom would cook and slide through that. Yeah. Eat, you know? I'm like, hey. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Man, that's good. I'm, I'm, you know, I come from a, <clears throat> from the childhood friend type of thing, man. And and I just want to say this: we spoke on this. Um, it was fresh, fresh too, right? And so these are the, the good, you know, good times, man. Um, I had a, a Run DMC hat, and I had my gazelles. And Meech came over and he was like, man, can I wait for you to go to the concert? And I'm like, listen, man, I need my hat and glasses back. My mother going to whoop my ass. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So when the concert was over, I was like, man, I need my hat. And he's like, man, we got into the with the B-lights, man. I, I, I lost your hat and glasses. My mother whooped my ass. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, dog, are you serious? Right. You know, but just good times. You know what I mean? And um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm glad you're here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I said, because Glad to be here. it could, it could, you could have been anywhere, man. You here? I mean, y'all got y'all, um, you know, y'all stories, y'all relationships, man. It was just, it's just, it's just good. It's a <laughs> yes, good time. it is. Yeah. And hold you on. know, one thing. Oh, I thought you said hold on. One thing, um, even though we had our teenage years, we still remain in contact. You know, text, talk. Hey, how you doing? How your family doing? With Javante, with Buddha, you know, and I just like they grew up knowing each other, you know, because we kept that relationship. And I think that's so important. People come, you know, and go. People, you, you can't trust everybody. So when you mm-hmm. got people that you know, they solid, and you mm-hmm. can contact, talk to. Even when, you know, Tanisha, mom passed, you called and checked. And, Absolutely. Yeah, so that's that motherly, like, that you have that I do, I love that about you. Because well, the you, thing about it is, one thing I can't be is fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never not. been fake or phony. Mm-hmm. So if you was in my circle square, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. you know, you there. Yeah. Um, you know, you come to learn as you get older in life that you don't have to talk to somebody yeah. every single yeah. day yeah. just yeah. to say that that's my friend. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. And, and as long as the relationship wasn't lost on something right. serious, it can always stay the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can yeah. always have a good relationship. You know, we just have to have start having conversations in life. That's yes. what everybody mm-hmm. avoid. Mm-hmm. And I like to talk, Me you know. Too. But, you know, being on camera, you know, yeah. that's the that's the <laughs> shy thing for me. But yeah. other than that, I like to talk. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just conversations, getting an understanding. Yeah. You, yeah. We may not agree. Yeah. And that's you know, good. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. okay. Because at the end of the day, we have a healthy conversation. That's and, right. you know, I get to hear, I get to see what's on your mind and how you look at things. Because everybody's opinion is right. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's right. an opinion. It's an opinion. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. Oh, I don't want you always agreeing with me, right. and I don't mm-hmm. want to always agree with you. Right. I'm gonna stand on what I stand on, and then we are gonna push past it. That's right. You yeah. know, yeah. so that's that's true friendship, man. So I'm I'm li- I'm listening to y'all, and I'm seeing how y'all vibe. Y'all went back to on 75. On the car. <laughs> y'all went back to where y'all. Oh, we got some, some times. <laughs> okay. We got some times. Remember, I was leaving your mom's house from getting my nails done, and I got into a fight. Oh. oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> but see, I, you know, I try to tell people I ain't never had just one person coming after me. Right. I always had two or three, and yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. just me. I can't call no sisters because yeah. I ain't got none, and my I brothers ain't coming to fight no girls. So, but did you get on? Oh, she got <laughs> had to. You know. We was all standing out there, and I'm running down the street because I see the altercation going on. She had a bat, and she was talking. She like, and bloom, and it kept bouncing off the window. I'm like, well, it's bouncing break already. And she's like, and then I don't know, bloom, bloom, bloom. <laughs> but but I had the little the little mini tigers back yeah, the little, yeah. the little that, that one yeah. yeah that's that quick boy yeah yes and I was mad because my nails broke <laughs> and, and I had just got my nails done her mama was out a cold yeah. doing nails man I'm telling you yeah my mom had just did her nails and she was walking you was walking home wasn't I was walking home by myself yeah, next thing is. you know a car pull up it was three girls yeah. in it and we ain't gonna say no names yeah. and they know <laughs> and we good and you know it's all good but you know things happen. Yeah. Remember, um, um, oh God, Doyle, Tony Doyle came out. Yeah, yeah. He's like, come on in the house. Yeah, like, I'm good. Damn, yeah, that's the like, ones hurt. Remember, we, I'm like, check her back out. You know, she the one hurt. I'm good. She was like, boom. Like, oh, shoot. See? But you held your own. I was just running. It's like a, it, it was, was like no bloodshed. No, it wasn't. But no it was like a movie scene because she down there and I'm running like, oh, uh, no, wait. Okay, she, I see where you get I mean, it from. but like my daddy always told us, like, you know, you don't let nobody approach you. You, that's right. you, you that's have right. to, mm-hmm. you know, throw the, f- and see, that's the difference. Back then we was throwing punches. Yes. Yeah. You know, nowadays yeah. they, they approaching you with totally different, totally yeah. different, you know, things yes. at mm-hmm. this point. Man, that's how, uh, um, uh, Tasha Wright brother, Jitter. <laughs> we, we had about three fights, and I, he got me two and a half times. Right, you know what I'm saying. And Jenna was the type of person he was. He ain't lift weights, and he had he was already strong. You know what I'm saying? Because their father was like uh, uh, George, uh, for, not Foreman, but uh, <laughs> I can't take a man. No, he was like a cocky dude. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And so Jitter come around, and Jitter Jitter two piece you in a minute. He wouldn't even let me get in his space. Pow, pow. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, man. I'm gonna say, you know what? Me, I went to Southwest, and I, I, I left Southwest, and then I went over to the West Side, and then went to Bowman in ninth grade. I came back to Southwest because I'm like, man, I'm gonna go back to the crib. Mm. And then my mother pulled me because I flunked driver's ed. I was clowning. I was, I was, <laughs> right. I was clowning. But I'm gonna tell you, one of my best teachers and coach was Miss Gatlin. Uh, that was man. I love Miss Gatlin, man. <laughs> she was she was cool. She taught you how to play defense, and we used to. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Now, now, if you've picked neither, you got to take a drink. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. Now, this is this is coming because see, y'all came out. I was I didn't. I, I, didn't, I had Miss Gatlin for dance. Did you? Yes, man. She listen. She used to have us in the um, modern day in the gym, uh, uh, teaching us how to play defense. And we used to have to do this, and I, that stayed with me all the time while I was playing um, basketball. And I would do this, and I would, I was good defense. So, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what you, and I know what you're gonna pick because this is your, this is your. Where, 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 where y'all, where y'all come out? Ninety-two. Okay. See, I went eighty-eight, and then eighty-eight, eighty-nine. I came out in ninety, but I had to go. I went to Mumford. You know, what I'm saying back to the West. Um, so, Anderson Hunt or Jalen Rose? What about him? I mean, pick. You know, they pay for Southwestern. You know, Hunt from the hood. You know, Jay Rose, you know what I'm saying, got that, that uh, uh, championship with, with, with uh, Southwestern. Pick. Which one? Favorite. I mean, it don't matter. It don't matter why you pick. But Hunt from the hood, 
or J. Rose. So, what are you asking me to pick from? Pick. I, ba- the basketball skills? You can pick basketball, you can pick you... friends, you can pick however you want to pick. Well, or you can give your explanation why you pick or you I'm going to drink because <laughs> the whole thing is that, you know, one is from my hood That's and right. one reps our hood. That's right. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And they both cool cats. That's right. And um, you, you guys will see season three, you know, um, I mean, I'm sorry, season two, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, Jay, Jay yeah, he doing yeah. Some, some things. So I'm just going to take a drink. That's what I'm talking I don't, about. You can't choose, <laughs> you know, and they both good ball they players. Good, Come on man. now. You already know. Shout out to Hunt, man. And then Jay Rose and I on uh, Appaline. We stayed on Appaline. He used to go to uh, Precious Blood, walk down our street. Him and my man, uh, Van, Van Work McGee, used to play ball in his backyard. We used to play ball in Van backyard every day. Kicking it, so Jay Rose and I was cool from then. Then Perry Watson came and got him to go to Southwest, and then right. I went to Southwest, and then I seen him again. I'm like, what's happening? So from that point on, you know what I'm saying, it's been on and popping. But I wanted to, I say, I know, <laughs> you know, Hunt, you know what I'm saying, that's whole rider. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he did his thing. Absolutely. And then he, UNLV, Michigan, and then Jay Rose rep hard. He rep hard, so I take a drink to it. <laughs> Where you at, she? Let's make a toast. You know what? Let's make a toast. toast. What are we making a toast to? Good times, our our past, and great future. How about that? One more thing. One more. And I know we talked about this. We gotta, we gotta take a shot to Southwest. Come on, man. South, Southwest. 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 Come on now. Oh man. Listen. RDT. Now, oh, I'm sorry. I want to ask Nicole. Get back into the questions. Now I'm. I, I know you were a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a daddy's girl, um, and we had that in common because we loved our daddies, and our daddies loved us. Mm-hmm. So you know, I know your dad passed away, and you know how hard that was. And then I think a, two years later, my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. How was it? You know, just being you know your daddy's girl, your daddy like loving your daddy and caring. You know, having that male because a lot of women or kids don't have that where they have a father structure and they're and I think it makes a huge difference so how was it being the only daughter and then you know the love and care that you have for your your father and he have for you well at that point you know I was grown grown and I'm having to make real decisions mm-hmm. because you are the only next of kin available mm. my dad died in 2017 both my brothers were incarcerated when he yeah. passed mm. away um, one was actually, I believe, in the hole at the time and didn't even get the message till mm. later. Wow. So, um, you know, I just had to step up. It was just me and my mom. Mm-hmm. And then I got nieces, nephews, and I got my kids, you know, and I'm trying to be the strong person here. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first funeral I had to plan. Um, mm. And then my mother-in-law passed away six months yeah. after that. So, mm. and this is kind of a hard month for us anyway, like November 27th. So, mm. but ironically, it's, it's, it's something crazy. I'm going to just bring it up, but I ain't going to say it's crazy. This is how we blessed because my dad passed in 2017 in July. My mother-in-law passed away 
I always called her my mother-in-law, even mm-hmm. though we're not married. That was my best friend, right. and everybody know that was my best. Yes. <laughs> so with that being said, um, she passed away in November, and do you know they are buried right next to each other? Wow. Really? Boom. Yes. Wow. Man. Yes. I didn't know that. Wow. Right directly next to each other. So mm-hmm. Your dad and your best friend. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then that's where his father and then my mother will be as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. And speaking of your mom, you know, that's that's my girl. And she always so loving, so caring. Even when I went to the hotel last year, I was doing the premiere, and mm-hmm. we had a wonderful conversation. That I'm like, get her, get that dress to her. Yeah, get that dress to her. <laughs> and I got it to her. So <laughs> you I was did. like, I'm sure I get this dress to Mama Flannery because right. she loved that dress that I had on in blue. And I wanted to get her the dress in blue, but they didn't have it in blue. But she was like, oh, they're wearing black anyway. So mm-hmm. it all worked out. It did. Yeah, it, did. It, did. it did. I remember um, seeing your mom... Um, over to my cousin Dave Martin, rest in peace, when he passed away. And she was over there and she was hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just, you know, telling the uh, stories about, you know, Dave and how um, the relationship with Dave Martin. And uh, it was just genuine, man. At, at the end of the day, it's like, um, it's always been, it's always been family oriented. Yes. You know what absolutely. I'm saying? Like, um, and one of the questions I want to, and I think I touched on this a little bit, but. Um, as far as like when, okay, you had uh, uh, your father and your mother was in the middle of everything. And correct me if I'm wrong, um, trying to, to, to be a wife and then trying to be um, everything else that was going on. And then with you, was she trying to like um, protect you? Um, from 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 because it, it seemed like it was it, she was being stretched a little bit. Yes, she was, yeah. and that's where when you uh, again become an adult and you look at life and you see from others' perspectives, yeah. um, you know she didn't mean any harm. Yeah. It was my mother got married young to my father, and they spent their entire lives together. Mm-hmm. Even through a divorce. Yep. Remember, y'all used to laugh yep. because my parents was the only parents to still would be together. Yeah, still come on, would, they come on. Like, yeah, they're divorced. Damn. But they but had a great relationship. They had it always up until mm-hmm. the day he died. She yes. took care of him. So, yeah. um, like you know, now that I'm older, I realize that um, she wasn't just uh, deliberately. Um, ignoring me so to speak Mm -hmm. you know um, but being around her I picked up on her ways and her responsibility so you know I kind of you know raised myself to a certain extent because she's going through a divorce you know her kids are getting out of whack they're not graduating Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying I got this last one left and then she's at a point where she wants to enjoy her life as well because now I'm out of this this relationship I can go have a little fun and and be stretched and do okay. things that, you know, so to speak, my husband wouldn't yeah. wouldn't mm-hmm. approve yeah. of or like me to do. You know, like putting on a little bit of lipstick. My yeah. daddy hated makeup, <laughs> and I got a whole beat face today. A whole rest in peace, daddy. Yes, a whole beat face. But you know, it's just things like that. So I, I understand now. You know, now yeah. that I'm grown enough and um, raised my own kids, I get it. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't regret anything that we. Uh, been through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing I could say, if I could do, I think one of the questions, and yeah. I might be getting ahead of y'all, but one of the questions was like, um, if I could change anything in my teenage years. I could honestly say if I could change anything in my teenage years through this life, mm-hmm. I wish I was able 
to provide for my family in okay. the way that they needed yeah. so that my daddy didn't have to work so hard mm-hmm. and my brothers didn't have yeah. to go to the streets. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Like, even in all of us experience this, like, struggle brought love. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, we didn't need to go nowhere. Like now, okay, we going to this party, we going over here, cause cause people are, you know, you got single women, you got um families that's 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 um separated. Back then the 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 house was the party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have to we had cousins that was close to us that we call cousins brothers or cousin sisters or whatever. And and we just we would tight knit yeah. back then. You know what right. it's, it's like it's totally different from being like, in the Like I used to get uh, hollered at and, and what, before we got to Etsa, we was on Lebo, yeah. remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was right across the street from the stewards, Eartha. Mm-hmm. You know, she made mm-hmm. prom dresses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know all, uh, yeah. all the stewards. So, with you know, she could fuss at me. Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, your neighbor, Mabel, Miss, um, yeah. um, Mabel, I don't know if you, she stayed on Lebo as well. Okay. It was a, uh, A.D. Adrian Robarts, mm-hmm. them grandmother. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, you know, they could fuss at us. She mm-hmm. was the babysitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was some people in, in a, the community could instill structure. Yes. It wasn't, yes. don't talk to my child. Right. And mm-hmm. you, right. you know, they, they right. definitely, I'm tell your mom as soon as she get home. You know you what I'm saying? Two or three times. Two, yeah. three, four times. <laughs> now, how was it when you start having children? What was it like you, from your childhood, from your upbringing that you like, I'm going to do different or, you know, you have boys and you like, okay, what was your mindset when you started having your own children? Well, um, my mindset was definitely for them not to follow in their uncle's footsteps. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, just like you was around and you didn't see and know, mm-hmm. you probably was around and didn't mm-hmm. see and know. Mm-hmm. We were around and we didn't see mm-hmm. that part. We saw fun. We saw, right. you know, family time. It was time to travel. It was yeah. holidays. It was birthdays. So that's yeah. what they knew. Right. They knew they was having, getting greater things mm-hmm. at a young age. Like, right. you know, <laughs> kids with, they had chirp phones, next tails. Right. I'm busting yeah. at my brother like, if you send him another phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's only eight. He's only five. He don't need another phone. You know what I'm saying? He keep losing it and you yeah, keep back. That's my nephew. That's my nephew. They know they had, you know, gym shoes and yeah. they had the Xbox, Playstations when they came out, all of that type stuff. But they didn't see that side because right. they saw mama get up and go to school or work every day. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. daddy was daddy. He right. he was gone and he came back home and he went to sleep. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But they didn't see any of that. So it wasn't like they saw money or drugs or any of that just sitting around and then I made it a point to um, put my kids in schools where I felt they could learn something Mm. so I chose to go outside of to the suburbs and send my kids to school in the suburbs because I wanted them not to be better or put it put the hood down or anything like that but I wanted them to be smart yeah young educated young men Mm -hmm. you know and you can still be street and educated that's right that's right um if you know I want to touch on this too um like it's so many opportunities being created um, with the series and the documentary. I want to talk about um, Lil Meech. I want to talk about he killing this. 
You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like the the series. Um, he acting his ass off. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep you. it 100, man. Absolutely. Like, you know, it's yes, coming coming from an actor. Like, and and I've been in the game for about 10 years now, and I'm still developing my own. I'm still getting into. But I can honestly say, man, like he he really acting his ass off. You thank know what you, I mean? Thank you. Yes, he is. And, and it's 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 like, you know. The opportunities that's going, you got, you know, the second season that, that that some of my friends and stuff and acting buddies and stuff, they come over to the Southwest and went to the roller cave and they at the Fox. And it's, it's just opportunities that's mm-hmm. opening up um, from the situation. Well, one thing that, you know, um, my brother said when he first um, talked about this project has been like talked about over a decade. Mm-hmm. And um, he just had a few little tweaks that you know his little input he wanted to give back to the neighborhood he wanted it to be in the neighborhood he wanted um some detroit people to you know Mm -hmm. be extras or actors Mm -hmm. he looked for that you know um that was one of the requirements let's say you know and they did a good job they didn't have to do it but they came here a couple of years and they gave detroiters southwest and other people around the world the opportunity to go ahead as just right off the street Right. And, and and do something, you know That's what I'm saying? Big. And, um, you know, I, hopefully it's appreciated, you know, yeah. because I tried I, I, I tried to get kids in on the first one. And then I got the adults in on the second one. And guess what? I'm done, y'all. Yeah, Ain't no see. more. I'm not calling see. nobody for extras. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be all y'all. I give y'all the, uh, the, the casting, yeah. the casting call day. Right. Y'all can go from Man. there. <laughs> now we got, we got to wrap it well, up. We got to wrap it up. But I, we got four minutes. But I want to ask you this. How has it been? associate producer on yes. the documentary and of the series. Well, it, it's it's a pleasure. Mm. It okay. is a pleasure. Okay. Well, that's good. It really is. I appreciate it. Like I said, I thank my brothers for the opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thank Stars Network for the opportunity. Yeah. I thank you all for being um, inspired by our story and wanting yeah. to talk to me today um, yes, in reference to it. You know what you I'm can saying? always come back. Yes. We family. And we can come back and we can just sit here and just kick it. Just kick you it. Know, like I said, you got the candles going. We got the wine going, man. <laughs> yeah, and you know you what? Know. Before she had, she told me about pictures she had, so I was like, I'm going to bring some pictures. And man, I was looking at those pictures like the history. I wouldn't even get into the pictures. Yeah, the history behind our pictures. <laughs> like, man, it told the whole... It, they they all tell a story. They do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. So yeah. we got to wrap it up. We got to get ready to go. But before we Man. go, I just want you to have a few words. You know, we talked about who you were, your upbringing. What is in the future for Nic- the real Nicole Flannery? Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I'm letting God order my steps and I'm listening to him a little bit more. Mm. Um, at times he, he, he speaks and we have a tendency to ignore. Yep. So I'm taking the slow path. That's just me. Yeah. And I'm letting him order my steps and whatever he say he has for me futuristically, that's what I'm going to accomplish. Man. Did he you say a book in your future? Oh. It's a lot in my future. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Patience is a virtue. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you gotta do. Yeah. You can't rush it. Yeah. Because right. again, 
I'm going to eventually have my own thing. That's right. That's and you right. will. The Nicole Flannery thing. Nicole yep. Flannery. The Nicole, yeah. But we thank you so much, sis. Thank you for coming and yes. being here. You're welcome. And You're kicking welcome. it with us thank and you. sipping on the wine and all that good stuff, man. It's the dinner table. She, what's happening? You know, I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm just glad we was here tonight. I'm glad yeah. you're here tonight. I thank you so much for taking the time out your busy schedule. Because yeah. you here, too, there, fro here, you know. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. That's it. Detroit. Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. man. There it is. It's over. It's over. Oh, we got to wrap it up. Hey, 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 have a good night. Thank all you all long, for watching. Guys. Yeah. We appreciate you. Long, man. Thank you so much. Man, I'm buzzing. I ain't even going to lie to you. Well, my glass is still <laughs> half full. <laughs>
What up, what up, what up? They can't hear you, Tasha. You, I, you were mm. over here. People ain't even hear you, Tasha. I said, what up, though? Welcome back to another episode of Lady and a Savage Podcast. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. I'm Tasha. I'm Chuck, and I had to get my shit together. Last week, I forgot to give y'all the alter ego, but I have one this week. Um, call me um, Anna. Or Elsa. I'll be either one because I'm definitely oh frozen. God. I'm cold. Oh, come on. <laughs> Did you just say you frozen? How old I are did. you? How I'm old so... are you? Excuse me. I come from a life of nannying, so I have a connection to Disney movies and children's stories and things of that nature. So. Oh, that's what's up. But come on now. You could have came up with something way better than some damn frozen. I'm cold. <clears throat> Let it go. But what we got? What's going on? You know, I like to get right into it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, first of all, we just want to remind you all, please do um, seek us out for some sponsorship if you've got a business or and I'm hungry. a service. Let Chuck have his snacks, y'all. He ain't going to be... Hungry. I'm trying not to put this shit I won't let him mouth. smack or be ridiculous, but we'll let him have his snacks. It's, it's hard trying to be working class individuals and get out yeah. here and give y'all some good... Stuff to listen is. to and have a meal. It's, it be hard. So it's hard. He gonna have these snacks. So um, <laughs> yes, like I said, hook, hit us up. Uh, a lady and a savage podcast at gmail dot com is our email. You can reach us on all of our social media. We have TikTok. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Everything is a lady and a savage podcast. So you can find us anywhere. You could probably Google us by now. So. That's there that on that. Um, do remember to send us your questions for advice. We don't mind getting in your business. We won't tell nobody that it's your business, but we will share the story and give our opinions and advice on that. And um, also, don't forget, we've got the Keeping Detroit Warm Coat and Winter Accessories Drive. So make sure if you have Definitely items check that out. gently used or even brand new, or donate. even if you want to do donate some money to the cause, um, those temperatures have definitely dropped in Michigan, and it is very cold. And if we can outfit some kids and some moms and dads who are just trying to make things happen for their family, that would be wonderful. So you can go to Keeping Detroit Warm, or you can contact Jay, J-A-Y, on my grind on Instagram, or uh, I think Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's that on that. Oh, that was it? You done? You ready to go home? Shoot. Because <laughs> <laughs> you definitely said that's on that. Like, okay, let's close it out. You didn't come here. No, that's that on that on like the intro. Just, you know, the, the housekeeping things. Yeah, because you said sleeping. that like your job was done. Like you just came to do a couple commercials and then you out. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. It's been a hell of a week and it's only Thursday. I just always feel very, very tired. Like all the time. Come on. You got to... Uh... You got to push that spirit off. I'm trying, but it's like... It. You got to fight through it. I don't do well when it starts to get cold. All I'm thinking about in this very moment is getting up under the covers. You know I'm a granny. I don't well, want to get under the covers. That's what you got to start doing some daily affirmations. You got to write certain notes to yourself. You got to say certain shit. You got to move a certain way so you can get that lazy spirit <laughs> off your fucking back. 
Because I know all about it. I know all about the lazy spirit. So. Is it lazy or exhaustion? No, it's lazy. Oh, y'all it's see how he spirit. do me? Yeah, no. Because I get it sometimes where I really don't want to do nothing. I'm not in the mood. Uh, I really don't be wanting to be at work. I like to nap throughout the entire day. Um, where maybe every hour I take a 15-minute 10 minutes if I possibly can. Uh, I know about getting Must into some lazy shit. Must be nice. Yeah. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't know that life. Yeah, I enjoy that life. But what we, what's going on? What's up in the news? Well. You know, it's a lot of shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have a good story to open up with, but it is a necessary story to share. Uh, justice for Shanquella Robinson. If you don't know already, Shanquella Robinson is a 25-year-old young lady who went to Cabo with some friends. And I'm going to say friends in quotes and use that term loosely because she went to Cabo on this vacation. If I'm not mistaken, it was two gentlemen or maybe three gentlemen and one girl. Um, but whatever the case may be, she ends up in an altercation with the other young lady who's on the trip, who's supposed to be her friend. In the video, it appears that Shanquella is intoxicated. She is also naked, but she is not trying to participate in the fight. So the girl is literally like hitting her, pounding her, tossing her like a rag doll. Um, but these kids, and I'm calling them kids told this young woman's mother that she had alcohol poisoning and she was sick and she just you know they left her resting and you know she couldn't pull it together so they just left and this young woman's mom had to pay six thousand dollars to have her body shipped back to the states only to have the autopsy and find out this young lady was not, in fact, uh, suffering from alcohol poisoning, did not die from alcohol poisoning. She had a spinal cord injury, and there was one other injury she had. I can't remember. Neck. Yes. Um, neck injury as well. Yeah. Yep. Mm. That's what the autopsy showed. And if you saw the video of the fight, it's very clear where those injuries probably came from that, that took her life. So um, Allegedly. We can't we can't speak as if we know all this for fact. We saw a little snippet of a fight that didn't. It wasn't a fight because she wasn't fighting back, and of an it assault. was a part of the video where you could clearly hear her say she wasn't. So she was coherent in that moment. So we really don't know what happened. Like it could be so much more to just the small pieces of information that we got. That everybody jumping to conclusions. It could really be something completely different. So I'm not going to condemn because I saw other videos of people who said they was there. Like when the guy who did the video where he was actually there, he got there a day late. Right. Which was supposedly after she was already sick. Well, that's like it could be a whole plot. Like that's the best. You really don't know. He was trying to clear his name. Yeah, like, because even, really it, don't know. even with getting there a day late. You got on board with the rest of the shenanigans because you didn't step up and use your voice. Yeah, he still lied to the girl's mama. Oh, I'm sure they all lied. Prayers to the family of Shanquella Robinson, first of all. This is just a bitter pill to swallow on top of it being all over over the news and social media. They need closure. They need answers. And justice needs to be served. And allegedly, 
if these kids did this, which I mean, the girl is beating her up on. I mean, well, they're not kids. Ain't they 25, 26? They're kids to me. If you carry on I in mean, this way and you don't know how to be grown they and made speak grown up. Decisions. They you, was out of the country. Yeah. They was in one place. Throw their tails under the jail. <laughs> so. The end. Yeah. Throw away the key. I'm not too. debating that there should be charges on all all parts. Throw away the key. We got to get to they the some, real, they, they, the they real story. They some dirt bags. They real dirty. The mama. They real dirty. All I of, mean, that's somebody. Every last one of them. <laughs> we got to get to to the real story. Yeah, that's that young lady is somebody's daughter, and they got to go under the jail. All right. Um, next, funny on the heels of last week's episode. If you did not check out last week's episode on um, gun violence and the black male, do go back and Definitely. check that out. The link is on our YouTube, A Lady in a Savage podcast. And I just find it so wild that this story broke very shortly um, after that episode that week. Right after it. Um, the University of Virginia, three football players dead, shot by another student who's a former member of the football team. Um, and these three gentlemen were members of the football team, all black. And then two additional students were wounded by this shooter. Um, the shooter is now in custody. Now, the story on CNN did not give the real backstory as to why this gentleman actually shot these kids. <clears throat> However, rumors online and in the comments on the post said that the gentleman who shot these other three guys had been bullied or hazed by these guys. And so mm -hmm. he was fed up, I suppose. Um, this is all hearsay and allegations and speculation, though. There's, there's no official um, backstory out it's yet. It's very unfortunate that those three young men lost their life to yep. whatever the circumstance was. It wasn't that serious to where it should have went to that point. Yeah. So there's one other gentleman, um, one of the wounded guys. Mm -hmm. He was shot. Um, he had a bullet like lodged in his stomach, but he is expected yeah. to pull through. Um, it's just unfortunate. So now we've got. They all was on the same team, right? Yes, except the gentleman who shot was no longer on the team. So and I don't know if that has team, anything. Or that, did that yeah, that's what happen? I was going 